It's nearly a year since we last talked about how Samaritans works with people across the industry to reduce the number of suicides on the railway. It's encouraging news that in the last 12 months, the yearly average of suicides on the rail network has decreased from the previous year and remains about 4 to 5% of the total for the UK. We can probably put that in great part down to the continuing work of Samaritans with the rail industry and to those of you who work at the front line, those who have made interventions and engaged in small talk that has saved lives. Of course, every life lost to suicide is a tragedy and can have a huge impact on those involved, loved ones and railway staff. And there's more to be done. We know all too well how challenging the past year has been with the continued pandemic, its associated lockdowns and the isolation that has impacted the nation's mental health. So it's so important we continue to do our bit to look out for one another and those on our network who need support. With that in mind, I'm pleased to welcome back Jason Alexandra, one of the network rail training officers at Samaritans, and someone who's experienced small talk in action, Dom Mottram, a project manager at Network Rail. Welcome to you both. Dom, as a first-time guest to RSSB podcast, can I ask you to introduce yourself and tell us how you came to your current role on the railway? Of course. Uh, thank you very much. And they did say kind of during lockdown, you should get involved in podcasts. So everybody gets involved in podcasts at some point. So thank you for inviting me. I'm Don Mottram. I am a project manager for Network Rail working on operational response based in Birmingham. So yeah, that's kind of my day job. And it's really good fun because I get to basically be a big five-year-old and play with a giant train set. Super. Thank you very much, Dom. Jason, welcome back. It's been a year since we last spoke, a very testing year for all of us. Would you tell us about what Samaritans has achieved and done with the rail industry in the last year? Well, what a year we've had. Just reflecting on the last year, it's been a quite a challenging year for all of us. And I think as we're heading into these next winter months, I think it's more important than ever actually to start to look out for people, especially as we're beginning to use a railway far more again. And I think if I'm reflecting on the last year, I think there's probably four kind of highlights I'd think about. I think outreach that was paused initially, but it was relaunched in July. And that's where Samaritan's branches and a whole partnership are coming together, going up and down the country at the stations, BTP, train operating companies, reminding the public that the Samaritans are there for them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And we're also secondly doing that in the communities as well, pushing that same message of support and connection. And then training. Well, we've had to flex that. We've moved from a face-to-face and then into online. And we've been able to do that really well. We've trained well over or around about 3,000 people since last October, taking that figure up to around about 23,000 people. People trained now to be able to help identify and help those vulnerable people. And through Monday, that was different. Normally, we'd have a cup of tea connecting with people in January. We went and took that online. And again, uh, that really promoted the importance of feeling supported and, and connecting to each other. And of course, not to forget the hundreds, if not thousands of interventions that have taken place by trained and those people just spotting that concern and that worry have gone out and saved their life. So a really good year in terms of getting the message out there and also continuing with those interventions. Thank you, Jason. You've obviously been busy continuing and building on your previous work with the Managing Suicidal Contacts training course, and you've relaunched the Small Talk Saves Lives campaign. 
Could you tell us a bit more about that, please? Yeah, well, I think the Small Talks can- Save Lives campaign is brilliant because it's an extension of our rail industry training, but it's aimed at the public. And it reminds them that they already know how to start a conversation. It gives them that confidence to act if they see someone they know who needs help. And the message, the key message is about trusting your instincts. It's about starting that conversation. And a little small talk, it's as simple as saying, oh, I can see you're upset, what's wrong? Or just noticing something about them. And starting that conversation can interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts. And it's the start of their road to recovery. And of course, a campaign, it's aimed at inside and outside at the rail industry. But it does show the public that actually we can make a difference. It's encouraging them to know that they already have the tools to do it. And do you know what? In addition to you stepping out, there are some trained people around that you can turn to to get that support. And of course, this Small Talk Save Lives campaign is supported throughout the industry and they're running across their social media platforms. We're being supported by the rail industry, getting behind it with posters and displays and things like that. And ultimately, messages, it encourages people to trust their instincts and start that conversation. Thank you, Jason. Dom, if I can turn to you now, you've been involved in promoting the relaunch of the Small Talk Saves Lives campaign. Would you tell our listeners what you've done to support it and why? So I was asked kind of in the summer of this year to kind of support the relaunch of the campaign, something that I was really keen to do and said kind of yes at the first opportunity when I was approached. For me, it's something that is really personal, but also something that's very professional for us as an industry, something that's deeply important for society and all of us as colleagues. So from my point of view, I got involved because in 2008, I was at university with a stressful time, living away from home and everything that kind of comes with that. And I made the decision to, to take my own life. And it was as the result of somebody at a station approaching me and asking me how I was effectively using small talk themselves that snapped me out of that decision and effectively saved my life. And I've gone on from that to obviously join the railway industry after university, something that I really want to do and really passionate about. And when the the managing suicidal context course came up, I kind of went straight for the opportunity because it's something that I thought, you know, I want to be able to learn how to do. I want to be able to effectively give back and kind of pay that favor forward that that someone did to me all those years ago. And it's kind of snowballed from there all the way up, up until up until today. So it's something that we can all get behind and all something that, that we should support. And I say to people, anybody in the railway industry can go on it. And it's one of the, the best courses I've, I've ever been on, even though I did it, I think, in about 2012, 2013. Thank you, Dom, for telling us a very personal and powerful story. I'm going to assume that the lady who came to talk to you wasn't a railway employee and hadn't had the Samaritan's training, but she still came over to you, engaged in small talk, and as you say, probably saved your life. Jason, if I can come back to you now, although thousands of people in the railway have benefited from the managing suicidal contacts training, there will be many that haven't yet. For them and for anybody who might like a quick refresher, could you give our listeners some tips on how to start a conversation and give support if you see someone who needs help? Yes, certainly. And I've come back, I think, to the first thing, which is to trust your instincts. And when you're on the platform or 
wherever you are, if you see something that looks out of place or unusual, it's worth starting a conversation, just that small talk. And then once you've got that conversation going, to listen to what they say and to read it back. I think I've got probably five key tips when you're having a conversation. And the first one is be human, show you care. Then when you're talking to them or trying to get that conversation going, it's really helpful to be patient. The person you're talking to is probably anxious, upset, possibly confused, and they'll need time. So being patient is really helpful. To get someone talking, it's you're more effective if you use things like open questions, using the words like how, what, when, where, as opposed to closed questions that tend to get a yes or a no answer. And when you do start to get them talking, show that you've listened and heard by repeating back what they've said. That also checks your understanding, but then they hear that you're interested and they will continue to talk. And that I think is wrapped around with the fifth point. I think having courage, having courage to approach, have those conversations, because these are often anxious and difficult conversations. But as soon as you can get that person talking, the relief that that person gets is absolutely huge and it is life-saving. So there are my thoughts on some of the tips. Thank you very much, Jason. I hope that strikes a chord with some of our listeners and that they are able to start a small talk conversation. Dom, there was something that you wanted to add in, I think, at this point? Yes, absolutely. It was something that, that came to us when Network Rail and the Samaritans did an event for International Men's Day last year. It was something that resonated with our frontline teams because with Small Talk Saves Lives, people kind of think, well, you know, frontline negotiating and, and discussing and, and interacting with passengers, that is something that is kind of very frontline focused and very, you have to work at a station. I think something that reached out and came up to us was it can be anybody in a railway environment it can be anybody full stop and one of our kind of our, our track teams our p-way teams if if people are there if if you're a section manager if you are a team leader if you are someone who works with with ole and, and overhead wires anybody on our front line not in a station you know your patch you are there in the environment you are there every day and going back to what Jason was saying of trusting your instincts, if it looks out of place, you don't have to be in a station environment. You can be anywhere. If you know your patch, which everybody does, you will know what's out of place. And I think for me, that really struck home with you know an intervention I made in 2018 where I was at a station, I was waiting for a train, and just out of curiosity... I keep my eyes open you know, when for looking for infrastructure faults if I'm out and about. And it just so happened that this time I was kind of alone on the, on the platform because my train was on a different platform. I came out of the toilet on the platform, looked over the platform edge, and there was somebody lying in the forefoot who wanted to take their own life and looked up at me on the platform. And that only came about if I hadn't been there, if I hadn't used that curiosity, if I hadn't have looked over the edge it might have been a very different outcome. So it was very much for me then, Samaritan's training kicks in, you go and find people, you go and raise the alarm, you stop trains, you make sure that you create a safe environment for yourself first, and then you try and you know perform that, that physical intervention as it was. But I think, you go back to the original point, it is for everybody. Everybody has this curiosity, everybody knows their patch, and everybody can benefit from this training and using small talk to save lives just as it did for me. And it's what I always try and do for others. Thank you very much, Dom. 
And thank you both for talking to us today. Dom, thank you again for sharing your very personal story. While it has become more and more acceptable to talk about our own mental health issues, it still takes a lot of courage to reveal them to the world. So thank you. If any of our listeners would like more information about Samaritan's latest campaign, you can visit samaritans.org forward slash small talk saves lives. If you're interested in working with the Samaritan's rail team and taking part in their training, please email railcompanies at samaritans.org. And if your colleagues or your loved ones need support, Samaritan's volunteers are always there to listen. Call on 116-123 or email joe, J-O, at samaritans.org. All of those contact details are available in the blog for this episode on the RSSB website. Just look for what we do on the homepage and click on the blogs link. Thank you all for listening and keep talking. You may be able to save a life. Thank you.